was muted. Hello, and welcome to the For We Are Many podcast. My name is Rob, and we have the infamous Lord Sterling with us today. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. Glad to be here, Rob. Very jealous of your activities last night. Where were you? Yo. I was at the Marquee in Tempe, Arizona. A kill switch. Wild. Wild. It was was wild. It was sold out, bro. The crowd, I think they oversold it, man. The crowd didn't even fit in the theater part of the venue. So jealous. It was... It was it was so fun. For those of you that are fans of Killswitch, um, the opening band is the current band of former Killswitch singer Howard Jones, and he joined them at the end of their set to, you know, rock us all. But anyway, um, it's been a while since we've had a current event stream on Facebook. Um, it won't be on there long. Let's be let's be realistic here. <laughs> If it does, if it does go down yet again, um, you can find us on Twitch or YouTube. Uh, Trisha will be joining us hopefully soon. Um, I guess let me give you a a brief overview of what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, There is the trucker convoy in Canada, um, which... We're probably going to dive fairly deep into that because, to be honest, I have been more or less ignorant to that situation, but um, I don't have an overall opinion yet, but uh, I am concerned about some right-wing elements that I see. Hello, Emily. I guess I should put the chat up, shouldn't I? Hello, James and Emily. There we go. Um, Anyway, so we're going to talk about the truckers. We're going to talk about Kim Potter. Uh, She was sentenced today. uh, Nowhere near long enough. We'll talk about that more when we get to it. Um, This was only like two hours ago. Biden said in an address that he is convinced Russia will invade Ukraine, but still hopes diplomacy will prevail. Ah, ah, Biden. Um, the Justice Department is limiting the ability of people in prison to apply for compassionate release. Um, we'll look more into that. <coughs> Cruz and other GOP senators, you know. Uh, <clears throat> some of whom um, were were probably in their positions when the no-fly list started, right? But they're opposing the no-fly list for convicted unruly passengers because it would be wrong to treat those opposed to wearing masks like terrorists. Okay. <laughs> okay. The edge. Sorry, go ahead. Nothing. Got nothing. All right. Um, 
The education department is forgiving $415 million in student debt for 16,000 borrowers who were misled by colleges. Um, this brings the, the total amount of forgiveness funds uh, at approximately $2 billion. Um, but as we know, it's like a $1.5 trillion almost um, student loan debt total. So yeah. it, it's nowhere crumbs. near enough. It's crumbs for the exactly. camera. Right. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about that. And then we're going to look into the Ukraine situation overall. Um, I'm, I'm just going to try to do an overview, which is difficult because there's been so much and so much of it's bullshit. Well, I could but, use an uh, overview because I don't okay. know shit. Well, I mean, a lot of it comes down to um, treaties that were signed by NATO and by Russia. Uh, mm. Well, okay, so like if you if you look further back than that, there was treaties when NATO was formed about how close it could get to the Soviet Union. When the Soviet Union fell. Um, Like these treaties were renegotiated with Russia. Right. So mm -hmm. the point is, though, that as time went, NATO got closer and closer to Russian borders. And we've been in violation of those treaties signed after the fall of the Soviet Union for like 10 years now. Um, that being said, I don't have all the details on what has happened or why I've been quite busy uh, <laughs> work, you know, but um, I'm just going to scroll through some of these CNN live updates. It should be great. I say that sar sarcastically because, you know, CNN, but no, they're going to be amazing. <laughs> Riveting. So, Riveting. Apparently there is a... Okay, so first of all, all of this noise that U.S. media is making about Russian buildup of forces is all on Russian soil, right? Like, we have troops in Eastern Europe. Why? <laughs> uh, Why? Anyway, that's just kind of a side note. But uh, apparently Russia is now amassing helicopters in Russia. A new helicopter unit was spotted in satellite imagery. Oh, bring it in. I mean, I can show you the picture if you'd like, but it's literally just a satellite picture. Let me... Uh, we need like Tom Clancy theme music going right now. <laughs> Zoom in. Can you enlarge that? No. <laughs> you can't. All right. <laughs> Those appear to be helicopters. I, I mean, but still, it's a Russian military base on Russian soil. What, what claim do we really have to say that that's a sign of anything? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? 
A Ukrainian official says it's impossible to know what is what exactly is going on in the thoughts of Vladimir Putin. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting coverage. All right. I'll return. All right. Does that mean it's just me now for a minute? Oh shit. Yeah. All right. Well, go with God. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ukrainian presidential advisor Podoliak has told CNN, it is impossible to say with certainty what exactly is going on in the thoughts of the Russian leader. His comments come on the heels of President Biden saying he's convinced Russian President Vladimir Putin has made the decision to invade Ukraine. He went on to note that Biden's stance is undoubtedly based on information from the intelligence community saying it's not a matter of agreeing or disagreeing with the statements. Uh, he, he did say, one should pay attention to the more important meaning in the words of President Biden. He confirmed that there is still a chance for diplomacy, and we will use this chance. So, I mean, it does seem on the surface that uh, the Ukrainians are still trying to find a, I don't know why I said still, are at least keeping up the show of finding a diplomatic solution. But this has been an issue for years. We're talking about people who are ethnically Russian wanting to be a part of Russia. I don't know. Uh, let me check the comments. Hello, Wade. Yeah, James, I don't know a whole lot about that, but um, I did see a uh, reference to it in a couple different things I was reading today. Um, but I was also seeing other reports that were saying there's no way it could have been Russia. I don't know. I, I haven't um, really been able to find anything to confirm that it was or wasn't Russia. But I agree with what Wade just said on YouTube. They have to keep the show to frame Russia as a villain. Thank you for joining us on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Facebook. All right. How do I make that go away? There we go. Sorry. I got distracted. Um... The U.S. House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, says the mayor of Kyiv conveyed the urgent concerns of the innocent people. While at the Munich Sec uh, Security Conference, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she met with Kyiv Mayor uh, Klishko, who conveyed the urgent concerns of the innocent people of Kyiv under a threat of a Russian invasion and said her congressional delegation reiterated America's support for the people of Ukraine and opposition to Putin's aggression. Um, but does people of Ukraine include the so-called Russian separatists that, you know, grew up there as Russians? They are Russian. Um, I don't know. Of course, there's two sides to the story, and I don't pretend to have all the answers. 
but it seems like getting involved in these affairs that have nothing to do to us or nothing to do with us rather um, is not going to come to any good end. Um, but yeah, it's all just beating the war drums. And uh, Biden said an uptick in Russian disinformation could be a pretext for war. Uh, but we are not are we not doing the same damn thing? Oh, Sterling, you're there. What up? Howdy. When did you come back? Did you make dinner that Just quick? Now. No. I fed the dog, though. And gave him his drugs. Mm. Fair. There goes the headphone. And we're back. Um, James said, true that, Wade. It could have been someone down the street that wants to egg on terror. Referring to the kindergarten with a missing wall, as uh, James put it in the comments. But funny enough, at least as far as I've scrolled back, I don't even see any mention of that uh, on here. But it seems, unless Russia has some really, like, bizarre um, shells that can, that are self-guided, I guess, um, it seems very unlikely that the attack came from Russia. Again, I don't, I don't have all the answers, and I will... I will blatantly admit that in, in the case of Ukraine. But there's a whole lot of beating the war drums. There's a whole lot of finger pointing. And as George Carlin would say, it's all bullshit. And it's bad for you. I agree with that. poisonous mental trash yeah like i i mean i honestly don't even like want to keep reading on this it's it's just like disheartening like literally everything is the u.s pointing the finger at russia i mean i i guess i should have expected that out of cnn but It seems like the international community is uh, planning for war. So, of course, Russia is going to build up troops. I don't know. What do you... Uh, you got any input on Ukraine, Sterling? I mean, honestly, no. Um, they're gearing for war. Everybody's gearing for war. Everybody's gearing for acquisition is what they're gearing for. It's just acquisition. More machinery. I don't More know. dead men for... 
profit. Yeah. The point is, is that regardless of whether or not Russia is right in what they're doing, I think that we need to stay the fuck out of it. Agreed. We don't need another Vietnam. We can't afford one, right? Right, or another Afghanistan. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess let's, uh, move on to the education department thing. The education department, the school board. (laughs) I am going to put this link in the chat because I should have done that for the last one. So you could at least see what I was seeing too. But uh, $415 million in borrower defense claims for nearly 16000 out of... Do, do we have a number for how many borrowers there are? Do we? I'm Googling. My neighbor dogs are barking and it's really distracting. Um, I don't have a number of people, but I do have a number of dollars. 1.58 trillion as of November of last year. Crumbs for the camera. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that brings total forgiveness to approximately $2 billion for approximately 107,000 borrowers. Does that even get those 107,000 borrowers out of debt? No. It was like $10,000 a piece, I think, which is still just crumbs for the camera. <coughs> um, about 1,800 former DeVry University students will be give, uh, forgiven... $71.7 million after the Department of Education reviewed <laughs> voluminous amounts of uh, evidence. Surprise, they lied. Uh, Westwood College, they lied. ITT Technical Institute. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Minnesota School of Business, Globe University, Corinthian Colleges, Marinella Schools of Beauty, They all lied. They were all for-profit institutions as well. It's worth to point out. That's what happens when you privatize education. Hello, Bryce. We do read. What did ITT lie about? I literally just closed that window. Hold on.
Is there a dog? Is there a dog barking? Dude. Dog? Yes, it's that's what I was saying was distracting. It's been like constant. That is not my dog for the rec- uh, for the record. Do we think the majority of Canadians support this protest? Uh, it would seem that that is not the case because I mean, the citizens came out and like started breaking it up themselves, huh. like straight up stopped them. Um, in, in terms of ITT, all I am seeing is that, um, the education department had determined that 16,000 people were defrauded by DeVry, ITT, and Minnesota School of Business. Um, that is a different source, even. I, I'm not... Um, that's all I'm finding. Nearly half a million people have petitioned the department to forgive their loans under a statute known as Borrower Defense to Repayment. Most attended colleges that went belly up, leaving the federal government to foot the bill for loan forgiveness. I, I, you know, I remember that ITT was sued a few years back, as well as DeVry. That's where all this is coming from. Um, but I don't even remember exactly what it was specifically for, other than general fraud. That's a, a nifty light bulb, James. I think Bryce would like some some uh, more detail on the specific lie here. I mean, I don't have the detail on the specific lie. Do you doubt that they did lie about something in particular, Bryce, is what I would wonder. Because you're right, we do need more detailed accountability, right, in the information sphere around us, because things get thrown around willy-nilly. But we don't need to be so rigid to, I mean, if there's a general pattern, a general theme, we can see the, the cost of tuition rising exponentially without any good goddamn fucking reason, right? We can see all of this crushing us. Uh, finding out where and when specifically these parasitic organizations did something wrong. I guess that's a great idea. That's something we should do, but we all know they're doing it. I don't know why we shouldn't just turn it off, but it would be good to have some spreadsheets, some receipts. I agree. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And, uh, I mean, to be honest, I figured since it was a public, uh, lawsuit that there would be more information readily available on Google. But I believe that it was lie, uh, lying about tuition fees or like lying about guaranteed employment after school. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's next? 
The U.S. Uh, limiting compassionate release deals. That's that's a thing. Well, yeah, Natalie, that's uh, part of what we were talking about. A lot of the loan forgiveness does go towards people who have loans at private universities. Um, that That's kind of what we're getting at, though. That they will literally lie to students to get them to take out massive amounts of fucking loans and then leave them on the hook for it. Anything for profit, right? That's what you get for private education. Uh, Nathan said, sounds like Fannie Mae. I would tend to agree with that. Federal prosecutors have been seeking to limit defendants' rights to win compassionate release from prison in plea negotiations across the country, a practice that advocates say undermines the intent of Congress and produces cruel outcomes. Um, two advocacy groups, Families Against Mandatory Minimums and the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers, as Deputy Attorney General uh, Lisa Monaco on Tuesday to prohibit U.S. attorneys from including the pernicious language in plea agreements. In a copy of their letter exclusively provided to NPR, the group said at least six jurisdictions around the nation are using the provisions, uh, either barring defendants from filing any motions for early release because of extraordinary medical or family conditions, or limiting them to only one such request and barring appeals. We understand that the Department of Justice has an interest in ensuring the finality of a sentence, but we fear that recent behavior by U.S. attorneys' offices place the interest of efficiency and finality above anything else, including the person's life and their rights under law. One 65-year-old man in Arizona fought for months to withdraw his guilty plea after realizing it included limits to his ability to seek compassionate release. In another case, in Northern California, a, a senior U.S. District Judge Charles Breyer called the limits unconscionable and inhumane. What if the, the defendant's children are effectively orphaned by the death of their other parent? What if a debilitating injury makes it impossible for the defendant to care for him or herself in prison? What if a terminal diagnosis turns a brief term of imprisonment for a minor crime into a life sentence? I mean, I, I tend to agree. Um, I mean, if you got like six months to live, you shouldn't have to do that behind bars. But uh, it's just another example of how prisoners are dehumanized by our for-profit prison system. Um, yes, James, mandatory minimums are crap. And uh, 
To say that no-knock warrants need to come to an end is an understatement. But, uh, yeah, it's to sum it up, it's another example of the prison system dehumanizing human beings. For-profit prisons should not exist, should never have existed. Right. And I'm arguable like, that prisons in general should have ever existed. Right. Random. I don't know which tribe. Now, mind you, it may sound ignorant, but there is an indigenous tribe in which when one of their members does something wrong, they all gather around a circle and they tell this person all of the good things they've done, all of the things that they remember doing with the person to remind the person who they are, because they don't look at it as you've done something wrong, you're a bad thing. It looks, it's that you're, you're suffering and you're reacting to something. And they need to remind you. Now, I don't think that's going to work on scale, right? But I'm just saying we're doing it wrong. Um, Kim Potter. The ex-cop convicted in Dante Wright's death is sentenced to two years. Now, weren't the suggested minimums for... Um, yeah, actually, this article even points that out. Uh, the sentence is lower than Minnesota's recommended sentencing guidelines, roughly seven years for first-degree uh, first manslaughter. After the judge found there to be mitigating factors in the case. And Potter has served uh, 58 days, leaving about 14 months behind bars. It's In terms of prison time, that's a slap in the fucking that's a slap on the fucking wrist, right? Like I mean 10 to 15 7 minimum, 10 to 15 generally is what I was reading previously is uh, what's normally given for first degree manslaughter. She got two years. And James, I don't know. I, I mean, like that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's probably not going to be more than a year. Let's be real about it. And yes, Nathan, they should have stopped at jails and started at rehabilitation centers. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah, okay, so like to dive down that rabbit hole just a little bit, right? Like, if you look at Nordic countries, not that I think that they have all the answers, there's still a lot of issues with uh, social democracy, I guess, but if you at least look at how they treat their prisoners, right? Like, depending on which mm -hmm. Scandinavian country you're in, there might not even be a lock on your door. Like, literally, you're there to be rehabilitated. You're not there to be punished. Yeah. Minimum security prisons are literally just a house that you share with other people. 
but there are resources available to you to help reintegrate you into society, uh, into society, to help you move past the things that you've done. You know, it's, it's focused on treatment rather than on punishment and here in straight up unfettered capitalism, America, it's all about punishment. As James said, America likes the punish. Well, it's got Christian roots. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, not Christian exactly, but. Abrahamic religion, for sure. Yeah. They like pain, you know, and that's cool, I guess. But in, in doses, man, <laughs> I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Two years, though. Two fucking years. Ah, and now we get to come back to the Canadian truckers. I guess I should, uh, hold on. I don't want to just start with a recent thing. I want to do like an overview of this. Um, but the longer that it goes on, the more it seems to evolve and morph into a more and more right wing thing. Um, that's, that's where I want to start with this. It starting off, they were protesting against the COVID-19 restrictions, which I might not personally agree with, but I can like understand that, right? Like. I mean, it's been happening all around the world. It's not like it's unique to Canada or North America in general. Um, but uh, Canada is strengthening its push to disperse the so-called Freedom Convoy after weeks in the capital, Ottawa. Uh, trucker said that he never had an interest in participating. Uh, the convoy was billed as a response to mandatory vaccinations for truck drivers crossing the border with the United States. Gill says there are major issues in the trucking industry, such as unpaid wages and exploitation of foreign workers that warrant more attention. So, like, there, this is from Al Jazeera, but this is, like, from the perspective of a trucker that isn't for the protest. Uh, but Gil, that's the trucker's name. Gil said, I wouldn't call it a trucker's protest. It has nothing to do with trucking. Um, on January 29th, a large group of Canadian truckers and their supporters, numbering in the thousands, rallied outside Parliament Hill in downtown Ottawa to demand the vaccine mandate re uh, be rescinded. A few hundred vehicles have remained in the capital since, and what the residents denounced as an occupation of the downtown core with participants in the convoy insisting they would not budge until all COVID-19 curbs are lifted. Blockades were also erected at points uh, along the border, disrupting traffic and commercial trade for days. Uh, I forget what the name of the crossing is, but there, there were several border crossings that were impacted. 
several of them for days. Um, I know that a judge ruled that the truckers on the Ambassador Bridge had to move. And then they still didn't move for a while. But um, So while some Canadian truckers have indeed taken part in the protests across Canada, denouncing the vaccine mandate as an attack on their personal liberties, most Canadian truck drivers are fully vaccinated. The Canadian Truckers Alliance, an industry advocacy group, and the federal government have said approximately 90% of truckers are fully vaccinated. The trucking industry is heavily regulated. We have to get physical tests like eye exams every few years. Getting vaccinated is no different. The CTA has condemned the protests and blockades with President Stephen Laskowski saying last month that the industry needed to adapt and comply with the vaccine mandate. Um, Around 50 protesters blocked two to 400 trucks in Alberta. Yeah. Ah, the Federal Royal Canadian Mounted Police said it arrest. Uh, arrested, sorry, 13 people and seized a large cache of weapons at the Coots, Alberta blockade. Coots. Coots. Hey, carry on. Uh, demonstrators had also blocked the busiest border crossing between the U.S. and Canada. Uh, those of you from Michigan will be familiar with, uh, hold on, hold on, I'm going to do a thing, with that bridge. Yeah. The Ambassador Bridge is the border crossing between Detroit and Windsor. Um, it's the, the busiest U.S.-Canadian border route, and it was blockaded for nearly a week. Um, that reopened on Sunday. Wow. Wow. But uh, that, uh, that bridge is responsible for approximately 25% of all trade between the U.S. and Canada. No shit. Yeah. Um, experts have also pointed out that the Freedom Convoy was organized by far-right activists who have espoused Islam uh, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic, and other hateful views, uh, with some observers accusing them of using the trucker vaccine mandate merely as a pretext. Confederate and swastika flags were seen during the group's first large rally in Ottawa last month, fueling concerns, especially among uh, racialized people in Canada. And I mean, I didn't, I did see a lot of Confederate flags and I saw a handful of U.S. flags. I did not personally see any swastika flags, but obviously I wasn't there and I didn't really dig that deep into it. Um But uh, it's it's not too surprising to find out the the further this goes that it's far right people. I mean, look at the look at it here for example. It was it was the right that clung on to the to the vaccines that clung on to uh, mask mandates. <laughs>
Um, the founder of the South Asian Mental Health Alliance said South Asian people account for about 20% of truck drivers in Canada. And uh, many in the industry have, have expressed feeling alienated by the hate symbols on, dis uh, on display at the protests. Firstly, the real challenges faced by truckers from marginalized communities are not represented. But to make matters worse, hate speech and symbols are widespread in the protests. Uh, Freedom Convoy rallies to support those it called Canada's real struggling truckers. Real struggling truckers. Yeah. Truck drivers have legitimate grievances with the government. The far-right white nationalist figures behind the convoy do not speak for them. But, you know, Trudeau invoked the Emergency Act, and now they're saying that Trudeau is just like Hitler, and I... Dude, like... What? Yeah. I mean, he's center-right, but, like, he ain't no Hitler. We're off the map here, Rob. I mean, we need to stop pretending to be surprised. What was it, just... A couple of weeks ago, we had a an event out here. I mean, there was there were people out there expecting to see David Bowie, expecting to see Michael Jackson, Elvis. They were all going to rock and roll for Trump. I mean, some of them even thought JFK was wearing a Trump costume. We're off the map. So of course they think he's Hitler. I don't know. And maybe that maybe they're kind of right in in a sense. Maybe they're totally wrong in a sense. I don't fucking know. We're off the map. I see we're in the land of illusion, and I'd finally be here for it. <laughs> well, actually, we're talking uh, about Canada right now, but it's all the same, right? Trump mindset is oh my god, specific place. <laughs> James, real struggling truckle truckers coming to you on pay per view Monday night, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah we are we are kind of out there uh we're talking about the canada trucker protests right and i and i started out by saying that i don't know enough about it but the more i look into it the more i see the right-wing organizers and well now here we are yeah yeah hi natalie but i <laughs> I like Natalie's take here, and I think that she's pretty spot on with it. I give them credit in their in their ability to organize together. I just don't support who they are and what they've organized for. Hi, James. And yeah, Natalie yeah. nailed it there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much so. That. That's that's how we got to Trudeau as Hitler. Yeah. A logical step, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, how, how we, got we got to trucker right? because me no want zine is also in at least the bullshit that he had to spew about here, try ivermectin and fucking you know, hydroxychloric 
chloroquine and all that fucking stupid shit that ain't ever going to fucking help with the viral infection. Ever. Ever. Antiparasitics don't help with viruses. But, you know, I mean, it really helped fuel the fucking stupidity, the pandemic bullshit that has totally fooled the anti-vaxxers. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, the only thing I wanted more to be able to acquire an appointment to get. I, I do think I've given many cases, and it's, you know, kind of difficult to get a fucking appointment scheduled if but there's no excuse well i mean there's already a bunch of medical procedures they go through regularly anyway eye exams your uh your hearing exams fucking physicals why not just make it part of the physical and, uh i don't know but natalie says i'm breaking up my my fucking phone has one bar of reception. I'm gonna try to move it over further this way. I don't know why, but on the on the right side it gets a stronger signal. Is that any better? It's up to like three bars. Yeah, you're That's coming better. through clear now. Uh, I, if it's okay with you, I'd actually kind of like to go through and hit some of the comments because um, I wasn't paying attention while I was reading that, and it was a lot. But I wanted to come back yeah. to Nathan's comment. He said, I don't know what the right answer is in this case, but I do know that I don't agree with the idea of the government being able to freeze all of your assets and bank card indefinitely. That's fucked. Yeah. I mean, like, I and I want to say that, too. I'm, I don't agree with the protests or why it's happening, but the fact that the government is freezing all of their assets That's not indefinitely... Cool. Right. Oh, you're on strike, so we're going to cut off what funds you do have that you can't afford to fucking eat? That's not cool. Right. But, but it shows, I think, how the state is going to respond to any kind of um, strike. I mean, I think we're going to find out very quickly if like a general strike does ever spontaneously happen, I think that we're going to find out how little money actually means very quickly. Right. Um, James said vaccines should be recommended, not required. Uh, park your truck under the bridge and walk to Burger King. Um, Nathan said, however, I also do not believe they should be sicking the military on them either. No, that's inappropriate, too. Yeah. I mean, he regardless, said, Hell. we agree with the reasons they do still have a fucking legal right to protest. Yeah. Without yeah. being fucking assaulted by the military. Now, their reasoning is fucking out there. Out there. But... I don't care if you want to fucking go out and protest the existence of yellow polka dot panties 
But guess what? Your stupid shit is fucking protected, or at least it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have to deal with the military at any fucking protest, but we already found out how the government feels about that when it came to the George Floyd Um, I I usually refer to them as the George Floyd uprisings. I mean, that was more than your run-of-the-mill protests. Right, I like Um, that really was it was right and it's not like it was just right there either it was across the nation it was 110 major cities right you're kind of breaking up Uh, again buddy (laughs) that's fucking gold yeah and drew um it's also worth noting what Nathan said right before that. Uh, the military has had mandatory vaccination since the days of yellow fever. They receive 14 vaccines before they ever leave the shores of the United States. They get, I think it was eight we got right in the fucking intro of basic training. Yeah. Like, that's just always been a requirement, and it's not an optional thing that you get to be like, oh, okay, well... I'm I'm going to leave the military over this. Uh, the fact that they're just being like, okay, get out then. Like, no, this is just another one added to the list required for the job. No differently than if you're working in medical or in education. It's part of the fucking job. Don't be a vector of disease while you're at work. Fucking plague harbingers. Um, we talked quite a bit about uh, Ukraine. Did you? Um, Did you pull up that stuff from that tweet that Nate had shared with us earlier? Because not yet, not yet. I wanted to circle back to it. Serious, like because I I know that you've kept more up to date on Ukraine. You and Nate, I guess I should say, but Nate's not in here. I have kept more up to date on Ukraine um, than I have. I've been working until right before the show last night. So, Right. Um, we lost Sterling. Where did he go? But on that note also, Nathan, you should hop in here. Cause... Uh, Sterling went to cook dinner, I believe. Okay. Right on. I hope he comes back. But, uh, Nathan, if you want to hop in here, we can really dissect the fuck out of that stuff. <coughs> okay, like, the, the tweet feed that I'm referring to here that Nathan shared into our group chat this morning um, was going into this false flag claim um, that the United States is now making against Russia concerning a fucking massive shell that went right through an elementary school. Um, in a border town of Ukraine, right, right next to the Russian border. And the U.S. is trying to claim that the Russians did it as a false flag thing. And if you look at the map showing where this school is at and the orientation of the building and the directionality of that fucking shell going through it, there is no fucking way. Guess what? Even as badass as their military might be, they don't have matrix skills to make a shell take a a hard right fucking turn into a building 
they literally could not have sent it through at that angle being a level shot. It 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 is completely fucking level like it was fired from a tank. And it could not have come from the Russian side of the fucking border. Not to mention the whole stance Russia has taken is if you guys invade Ukraine and you become a threat to the ethnic Russians who live in Ukraine along our border, we are going to stand up and protect them because they are our people. This is not Russia threatening to invade Ukraine. Russia can't invade Ukraine. Ukraine is Russia. It is part of it. That is Russian people that fucking live there. And they are saying that they are going to stand up and protect the people there. So who the fuck sent that shell through an elementary school? Because it wasn't the Russians. They couldn't have done it if they wanted to. They would have had to have been inside Ukraine to send that fucking shell through at that angle. It's not fucking possible. This is a bullshit line being fed by Western fucking media to try to paint Russia as the guy. Just to fucking excuse us invading and the fact of the matter is every fucking bit of this comes down to the oil or the the gas line being built going from russia to fucking germany that bypasses ukraine and the ukrainian uh economy is dealing with a bunch of shit as a side effect of this right now but guess who they blame they don't blame russia they blame the united states government they literally have put out fucking PSAs. Like, by the way, United States, this is your fucking fault right now because you're agitating and causing problems. But all of this comes down to that fucking pipeline where the United States does not want Germany and Russia to actually have trade with each other for this gas pipeline because... Oh, that's a threat to Western capitalist fucking interests. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And it's fucked. And, and I mean, like, I don't know. I was saying earlier that I don't, I, I've been trying to like look at it from the outside and not take sides to try to like, you know, get to the bottom of it because there's so much, there's so much. And the U S is, con uh, is, accusing russia of like launching a misinformation campaign but like aren't we yeah we're the ones launching disinformation fucking trying to be like see russia bad guy yeah i mean I, even the whole fucking stance of oh russia's gonna invade ukraine is is fucking false because they're going, no, if if y'all fucking invade Ukraine, we're going to fucking defend our people who live there. Russia doesn't need to invade Ukraine. Russia's trying to protect Ukraine from NATO. Right. Which NATO, or Ukraine cannot be part of NATO due, well, according to a treaty that has already been broken, but. Right. We'll circle, we can circle back to that if we want, but the point is that if, if Ukraine joins NATO, that is breaking that treaty, right? And the Russian back separatists uh, don't want and never wanted to be a part of Ukraine. 
Yeah. And, and we got to keep in mind that um, the government that is running shit in Ukraine is straight up fucking right-wing extremist neo-fucking Nazis. Okay, let's, let's put all of this in context. The reason why the United States government is trying to back the right-wing fascist neo-Nazi fucking government that is in place in Ukraine right now should be blatantly obvious because fascists like other fascists. The U.S. is trying to protect a fucking fascist regime in Ukraine that the people of Ukraine are trying to overthrow and get rid of. Um, James summed this up pretty well. He said it's a game of major world powers playing push, shove, push, waiting on the other to swing first. Yep. Problem is, we think we control the world and need to stay home and mind our own business. And I mean, honestly, like before I was even really politicized, that was pretty much my foreign policy takeaway. Right. <laughs> stay in your own fucking lane. This shit of why the why the United States government feels the need to play world police is just fucking mind-blowing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That is not our government, the U.S. government, I should say, because it really ain't ours. We don't fucking agree with it. But the, the U.S. government has no fucking business doing this shit. It's fucking colonizer trash. All the way. Um. Only any more instead of straight up normal colonization methods that we've seen historically. Now it's military colonization. Look at how many fucking countries there are U.S. military bases in. Why? To maintain a fucking stronghold of power over other people on their own fucking land. Hold on. Maya, I will look that up and see. But um, there's also um, some issues there as far as that's concerned because their government in general is an extremely fascist, right-wing, neo-Nazi type fucking government. So, like, even if they have one token in there, that doesn't change that they are straight-up fascist. But, since you bring it up, I will look and see what's up. Because So, like, if you're watching on a phone, that's yeah, probably pretty hard to see. Right, but uh, it's it's a map of our military bases. Well, it's a map of. Right. Like somebody just it, it, Yeah. So, like, I, it's up, worth guys. noting that there is uh, the the small ones are patrol bases. The. Um, these are naval fleets, obviously. And uh, 
these are all U.S. bases. So, yeah. Anyway. I'll be right with is, you. I'm just grabbing coffee. Coffee-fee? Coffee-fee. <laughs> I'm reading up here on Ukraine's president. Um, but I also have to take a moment um, to point out that uh, even the fucking Israeli government in Israel operates like neo-Nazis. They're extremely fascist, extremely right wing. And that's a fucking problem. And before anybody... Regardless of who's doing it, that's not anti-Semitic. That's anti-fascist. Right. Like, I'm a quarter Jewish. I would have to fucking hate myself to be anti-Semitic. So that's not anti-Semitism. That is anti-Zionism. Um, there's a difference. Uh, True. But, uh, you know, um, I'm looking here to find out, you know, is this somebody who is ethnically Jewish or is he a white European convert to Judaism or what? Um, see what I can find. But either way, when it hasn't changed the dynamics of their extremely fascist government, doesn't help. I'm going to bring up a, hopefully a more clear map of U.S. military bases. That's that's clearer. That should be better. And I'm also going to make it full screen this time. There we and go. And of course, this behind a paywall. 12 foot. Um... So, yeah. 12 foot diagonal. Look at these. Uh, look at all these bases. Look at all that military. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hi, Jim. You can't just stand in my face. Point is, we're fucking everywhere. We're killing the planet all over the planet. Yeah. Killing it dead. Yeah. Sounds about right. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't see me. So if you can see me, I, I, I hope that it is like an okay camera angle. I can't get anything to uh, scroll, so I can't see the actual camera. But anyway, what's up, guys? What's up? Oh, you know, Hello. uh... Lord Sterling's here. Hell yeah. What's Hell up, Rob? Yeah. I miss you. I haven't got what to see is, you in man. forever. Yeah. I know I've well, been here we busy. Are. Zen motherfucker had some badass shit to say about Ukraine. And I have to thank you for pointing out how fascist the, uh, the we'll just say, other party is that is involved <clears throat> or at the heart of it. So, because you're absolutely right about that. The uh, the uh, birds of a feather flock together thing. Absolutely, you know <laughs> it. 
Yeah. Well, and the one thing that I was going to mention too is that uh, as as far as the as far as Russia goes, Russia's going to try anything that it can to not look like the bad guy right now. And yeah. You know, blowing blowing your load through a school of 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 kids, literally, is not exactly the best look. But it'll certainly pull on some some heartstrings, especially when it comes to the uh, the uh, the 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 cult. Especially when it comes to people that want to quote unquote save the children. But they do nothing to save the children right and (laughs) yeah we're all yeah so so nate i know that you are uh more well versed in the ukraine situation than i am so like do you want to give us a brief overview um, it's essentially Russia is trying their hardest to try to get back any of the, the neighboring countries that used to be part of the Soviet Union. Um, Ukraine being one of them. <clears throat> At the same time, uh, Ukraine ha- has, I think it's like 40%, 40% of, of uh, all of Russia's oil. Um, the pipes actually go through Ukraine, which is why right. Hunter Biden is on that on that that uh, that oil company's thing. But um, as far as the the oil goes, they're like, look, if, if you guys are going to benefit from, you know, all, all of this stuff financially because of our our oil and, and everything, uh, you probably should should listen to your people, which there's a good mix of them are are russian separatists and you know come back home so to speak because long before any of this stuff actually happened they've they were part of the ussr and that's what they're trying hard to get back at the same time would you say that they're trying to get the soviet union back or would you say they're trying to build an empire honestly it, it it feels like they're just trying to get the Soviet Union back. And the reason I say that is that they're, they're only focusing on what's literally around them. You know what I mean? Like they're, 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 they're not, they're not trying for like, you know, to take over the North pole or any of the other stuff that you hear uh, people on the other side say, but what they are doing is trying like hell to uh, disrupt the countries that are directly around them in order to, to bring them back into the fold, so to speak. And Zen's right. Uh, th- this, this is more about, this is more about them trying to uh, essentially fight NATO and keep NATO from taking Ukraine, because if NATO does that, they'll never get it back into the fold. So she's, she's completely spot on there. It, it has more to do with NATO versus Russia than it does Ukraine versus Russia versus the United States. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know it all comes down to NATO. And I know it all comes down to uh, 
treaties that were signed with the Soviet Union when NATO was formed that were renegotiated after the fall of the Soviet Union with Russia. And as I understand it, the terms of those, both of those treaties have been violated at this point. So, like, correct. Yeah. How yeah. can we even try to paint Russia as the bad guy? Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, people will be like, no, Russia's clearly the aggressor here. And it's like, mm, not really, though. Like, in terms of, of Ukraine, no. In terms of NATO, yes. You know, NATO was the original aggressor when it came to trying to, to smudge Russia's pumas, so to speak, you know? So the fight between Russia and NATO is <clears throat> eons long. And this is just the latest part of it. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, this, uh, this fight, this uh, argument, if you will, over, over NATO is older than the Russian Federation. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, the, that's the truth of it, too. Yeah. It's, 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 it's much more than what we take, take in or see on, on our, our, our side of things here, especially with the way that, you know, MSNBC and New York times and so on and so forth are. So yeah, of course oh we're going to back dude. it like that. Like, and that was the thing. I should have known that I was going to get stressed out, but when we were talking about Ukraine earlier, I pulled up a CNN, like, <laughs> things you need to know, and it's all just a bunch of beating the war drums. Like, there's no ob objectivity to it. There's no even real facts to it. It's just Russia yeah. bad, Russia bad, Russia bad, like shoving it down your throat. Yeah, yeah, they're trying... They're trying really, really hard to jack up the Dow Jones right now, man. That's what this is all about. When it comes to the United States and our position on it, it's it's literally about jack up the Dow Jones. Let's let's make sure that that we can sustain what we need through war because we don't know anything else. <laughs> We've been doing that for decades now, you know, maybe even centuries. I don't know. Right. But. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, I would like to just uh, announce real quick that we have been live on Facebook for over an hour, and we're still live. No way. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. Not getting doxxed. For, for um, I would like to uh, bounce back now that I'm done like reading through at least what I could briefly find while we're live. Um, that... Uh, the Jewish president in Ukraine has only been in place for a few months, for one. <laughs> so he's very new, just got elected, and he's done um, dismissing one person who was in their government, who was a very loud historian who is greatly in favor of basically worshiping fucking Nazi collaborators. So it looks to me that don't quote me on this because I'm going to have to do more research to find out, but it looks to me like he's one of the people who's wanting to overthrow said Nazi fucking government there. And the Jewish people who live there are kind of worried that if he fails, that they're going to have to deal with another wave of anti-Semitism there. 
Yeah, which I mean, that's that's possible, absolutely. Like, that's it I mean, in, in the USSR, anti-Semitism was punishable by death. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, while there was no reference to whether he is ethnic Jew or European Jew, um, it does say that he's at least. Russian, as far as descent, which there's a lot of ethnic Jews that are Russian Jews. Um, so still don't know as far as that goes. But me, um, he is, you know, he is a, a native Russian speaker, not Ukrainian, um, things like that. So it kind of makes me wonder, seeing how he is actually trying to like, clean house and get rid of the fucking Nazis there and he doesn't himself seem to be against Russia. He you know, at least from what that article said which again, don't know how much validity there is because we're talking western media is the only thing fucking accessible at the moment there. Um, He is um, has tried to resolve the situation with Russia too. Um but to be fair, I, I would not be surprised if he's trying to actually ease into rejoining Russia. But first they have to get rid of the fucking Nazis that overwhelmingly right. are occupying their government. He's been able to get right. rid of Wow. Hey, yeah. better than none. But but right. you have to remember that start. you know when it comes to Ukraine's culture. They're they they heavily lean, you know, fascist. Their 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 public mm-hmm. does. Um, their soldiers right. absolutely do. Like they they literally think that the Third Reich was the right way, and it it's kind of scary. So I can understand why the Jewish population there would be like, tread lightly, please. But they right. they gotta try. They have to try. They really do. Right. They're worried about backlash. They're sitting there like this, hoping that he's successful in, in getting the Nazi influences out of the government. But like there was quotes from multiple people who live there in that article um, stating that they were worried about anti-Semitic backlash of like, if he fails, then these motherfuckers are going to look for someone to blame. And it could quite possibly be every fucking Jewish person who lives here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, I I I don't envy the man because <laughs> you guys all know how many masks um, a lot of these people here in the states have, and I'm 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 sure that the media over there is no different. I I can't imagine how many masks he had to remove just to get that one that one person out. But I I I hope that he gets some help soon. Right. It's, it's kind of interesting, like, because this is the first I've read up uh, as far as Zelensky goes. Um, and he was actually an actor who was playing a teacher who randomly got elected president on TV. And then he got elected president. And it's kind of strange. And it <laughs> kind of makes me feel a little like, you know, the Reagan years. Um, yeah. But yeah. He, from, from what I gather, there is still he himself is nationalist, 
that he's trying to steer focus away from his ethnicity and more towards nationalist ideals. But it's like, isn't that just trying to appeal to the Nazis that are the nationalists there rather than smacking down? So it's kind of like, uh, right. What what are you really all of, all of the Ukraine skirmish, all of it's, Uh, mm. (laughs) you're totally right right Right. and it's like "Ah!" nothing's what it seems you know issues but like it's just fucking ridiculous though that there's shit going on like this like um the stuff i was reading up on earlier this morning after you shared that uh twitter feed was going into things like how Blackwater, which is a very fucking right-wing extremist United States fucking private military. Yeah. Yes. Um, They're the ones over there training Ukraine's extremely right-wing fucking neo-Nazi soldiers. They'll be right at home then. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck me. So since... Since Biden didn't have the ability to actually send troops into Ukraine, he just surrounded Ukraine with U.S. troops and sent Blackwater in like, haha, corporate fucking soldiers. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, is that corporate soldiers, they, they don't even really technically exist as far as the Geneva Convention goes, so... That's why they, they can do use whatever them. the fuck they want. Yeah. They, can, yeah. they can go and commit fucking war crimes and be like, we don't have to show yeah. you our records and we don't document that anyway. So, yeah. I mean, the, and, and Blackwater's been used by everybody from Coca Cola to Shell to BP. I mean, the list goes on and on. So, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I probably shouldn't say that, but. <laughs> Ask, uh, ask, ask, ask in the that right there, <laughs> right? Just I'm think sorry, about it. Every again? fucking time Blackwater has been involved in an invasion, it's been over oil or gas. Gee, I yeah. wonder what they're in Ukraine yeah. for. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And we're about to get dragged into it. Yeah. So, like. <clears throat> Like James said, so it's a case of the kids aren't like mom or the kids don't like mom, but she loves them and wants them home. So that crazy American uncle says, don't listen to her. I will sanction her. That. that. Bingo. Good old sanctions. Only, only the, only the kids don't get to Christmases and birthdays. <laughs> no, they just end up yeah, with nuts. That's- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I must go. Sleep, people. Kid. Have Fuck. a good sleep, my friend. Bitter. Oh, hi, Sterling. If he's even still listening. He, he said he said briefly. I don't think he's <laughs> going to bed. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Have a good sleep. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought he said I must go to sleep. <laughs> Um, so this is kind of old news, but like, I just wanted to, to talk about a little bit how 
how funny it is that the United States uh, advises against travel to Cuba for COVID-19 risk. Cuba. You mean Cuba where, like, every fucking buddy who possibly could be vaccinated is vaccinated? vaccinated And they have one of the lowest fucking rates of infection on the globe? What? Even even though they have one of the highest test ratios? Mm-hmm. Right, like, like they're doing more tests, and they're coming back with fewer negatives, but they're a risk. They, they, they're this, a risk. This is another example of oh, don't, don't listen to your to your mother. Like, you know what I mean? This is, this is just <laughs> a, another another version of it. And the funny thing it, is, is the United States is the one that we ref, we refuse to give them the vaccine. Refused to give them any because it was too precious. And then when when push came to shove, we went, okay, well, you you can you can have the RNA information and data and make your own. And then they made their own. And now they're even vaccinating South America and Mexico because a lot of countries there aren't able to do it for themselves. So Cuba looks like I mean, a China right dude. now. <laughs> Like China is also kicking ass on the vaccine front. They also have their own vaccines and they're distributing them to parts of Latin America as well. And uh, like in pretty significant numbers to Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I did see that. <clears throat> I mean, that's. You know what? I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to point out Maya just corrected me. The article that I pulled up not have been as recent as I thought. Because um, I tried to get Google to pull the most recent first. She said that Zelensky became president in 2019. So I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. But he is still relatively new. Just not as new as I thought. And I'm trying to get this article to pull up so I can actually see what she's referencing here. As far as the attempted coup last mm. But yes. my computer yeah. doesn't collaborate or cooperate here. So I'm sorry, continue. I just wanted to point that out. Thank you, Maya. I will see what I can do to get that to pull up so I can actually take a look at that one. Um, um, it, it was kind of like our stuff. It, it, was, it, it, it wasn't a military coup, I don't believe. It was more of like a media-based coup. Um, <clears throat> and, and of course... We all know, we all know Zelensky from the the perfect phone call too. You know, that was that was also his kind of stuff. <clears throat> there we go. Ha ha! Force the computer to cooperate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's still loading, but at least it's it's opening the link. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's see what we can find here. Uh, Zelensky says Ukraine uncovers coup plot involving Russians. Kremlin denies role. Uh, Zelensky says plotters tried to rope in Ukraine's richest man, um, tycoon Akhmatov. Uh, Zelensky, he said that Zelensky's statements were an absolute lie. What? Okay, what are they fucking talking about here? Uh, uh, President Zelensky said Ukraine had uncovered a plot to overthrow his government. Um, 
involving individuals from Russia caught on tape talking about roping Ukraine's richest businessman into backing a coup. The Kremlin denied any role in any coup plot, and the businessman called the president's account an absolute lie. Zelensky himself gave few details and stopped short of saying whether he believed the Kremlin was behind the plot. Uh, but the accusation raised the temperature at a time when Kiev and its Western allies have already accused Moscow of massing troops near the Ukrainian border. It, and that's ridiculous because they have literally had like the same number of troops along that border for over a decade, if I remember right, you know, so it's just been a, it, they're, they're typical shit there. It's not like they're, they've been there since like 2014 when all this crap started to begin with. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, 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 Moscow dismissed that as false and alarmist. Mm -hmm. Uh, you were going to say, I was going to say that's, that's another thing that kind of bugs me is that, you know, it, it, everybody's trying to act like Joe's, you know, he's, he's like mm -hmm. FDR and no, it, it, from the looks of it, it almost looks like he's going to be more like George Bush and try to like finish what he started back in 2014. Right. And well, the thing is, okay. Zelensky himself as an individual aside, the fact that their government is almost all fucking extremely right-wing fascist motherfuckers makes me go, so would Russia even be wrong if they did try to get a coup to happen there? Would they even be wrong? Because um, I, for one, feel that overthrowing fascist government is fucking a great idea. A-okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, just yeah. like when, just like when, uh, when President Z was like, "China does not export revolution," and we all made those memes that were like, "Can you export <laughs> just a little revolution?" Right, right. Please, a little, a little. Please, can you get some of that? You know, um, over here, like but, Oliver Twist. <laughs> what else? Uh, Oh, it's going on here about what that businessman Akhmatov said. Um, he's he's that he's that uh, that real estate mogul, right? He's got I'm, like I'm sure billions of dollars. But he called himself the country's biggest investor, taxpayer, and employer, and will continue to defend a free Ukraine, a free, a free economy, democracy, and freedom of speech. Well, are you really? That sounds like if the CEO of Walmart became president. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the president that said that. That was the guy that was accused of funding the coup. Um, oh. Uh, so so it, that it, sounds like the... Walmart funded a coup. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or Jeff Bezos did. Or fucking Elon Musk did. But then it comes back to... Would that necessarily be a bad thing to form a coup and overthrow a fascist government? You know, um, especially when, let's be honest, when it comes to the role of a president, you're more figurehead than anything. There's not exactly a whole hell of a lot of power in yeah. that one seat to really invoke an all over change in the fucking politics there. Especially if you're in actual democracy. Right. Right. 
And it's like, like, wait a fucking minute. Do you really have democracy if the majority of power is held in the hands of fascists? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> says here. Uh their sovereign dollar bonds tumbled to their lowest level in more than a year on Friday. And I don't, I, I'll, I, I would have to scroll back up. This is from November. Okay. So okay. In November um, and the cost of ensuring exposure to the country's debt soared amid rising security concerns. Zelensky did not give full details of the coup plot asked explicitly whether the, he thought the Kremlin was involved. He said, I'm sorry, I can't talk about it. You're um, the one who brought it up, bro. Yeah, right. right. What the fuck? Right. Like, I'm going to throw this out here and then just not back it up with any fucking thing. Um, it says he spoke at length at a news conference of the threat of a Russian military escalation and said Ukraine would be ready for it. So um, I don't know where that has gone as far as, because there was a couple of articles that I looked through real quick, and one of them was saying that he was trying to, like, kind of make treaty with them if possible. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's definitely going to take some more reading up on to actually get a full grasp on even, like, his personal position there. So I... I you know, understand that I was spitballing a few minutes ago of like, we, you know, could it be this? Could it be that? Um, but he says we're in full control of our borders and fully prepared for any escalation. And it's like, what escalation? Because they've had this solid military presence on their border for quite some time. And I'd love, I'd love to point out one thing that this parallel was drawn in that, uh, tweet feed earlier that, uh, would the U.S. just be like, well, fuck it, we're not securing our border? No. No. Right. <laughs> no. So who is the U.S. to be like, Russia, you're so bad for securing your border? Um, yeah. You know? I'm the real, though. Uh, it's, yeah, it's and that, the- that was the first thing that I pointed out when I brought it up earlier, was like, all of these Russian troops that everybody's freaking out about, they're in fucking Russia, all right? Where are right, right. Yeah. at? And they're, and they're, even the ones that are in that are in Belarus are like thousands of miles, thousands of miles from the actual border of Ukraine. So it's like, right. who cares? <clears throat> I mean, even given the 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 skew on this, understand this this article here that I'm reading is from Reuters. So there's still Western influence, even in the perspective right. of the author you know, yeah. who's reading here, um, you know, uh, but it says the head of Ukraine's military intelligence told the military times outlet last week that Russia had more than 92,000 troops amassed around Ukraine's borders and was preparing for an attack by the end of January or beginning of February. And right now being February, that sounds to me like Western media just setting the scene of like, Hey, by the way, here, let's spoon feed this to you so you're just expecting this and then we can fucking do what's yeah. happening right now of like yeah. oh Russian false flag operation and it's oh like, my god dude right. and like I, I was I, I brought this up a couple of times I brought it up with Sterling and I uh, I think I brought it up with you but like 
dude, you fucking read a CNN thing about it or an NPR piece about it, and it's just Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad. It's like they're shoving it down your throat. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no facts behind it. There's no objectivity. It's just literally person after person after person, high-ranking official after high-ranking official, saying Russia right. bad. Right. Well, also the 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 whole thing with the 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 coup with with uh, Zelensky, it it looks a little sus if you're going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, cry wolf about a coup, and then when anybody sits there and says, oh well, well, can you tell us what happened or what's going on? They go, oh, I can't talk about it. That's right. just weird. After right. he brought it up, exactly. Yeah, it's like. And it kind of makes me wonder if maybe the that might be related to I don't know the fucking enormous amount of ammunition and javelin missiles that the U.S. was like here Ukraine military here is our gift yeah like, yeah <laughs> it's like. What are you really up to, motherfuckers? Um, yeah. Makes you wonder. Uh, it says really ministers good. from NATO member states, including U.S. top diplomat Anthony Blinken, uh, would meet with Ukrainian officials during a summit in Latvia. Um, and again, this article is from November, so now I'm kind of curious as far as what happened at that summit. The plot thickens. Um, do, do, do. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, <laughs> like, wait a fucking minute here. Wait a fucking minute. Russia has said it suspects Ukraine of wanting to recapture separatist controlled territory by force, which would be the ethnic Russians who live in that border region. Um, and so that would explain Belarus, right. And it's like if you are trying to take control of this this border region by force, people who don't want to be subjected to Ukrainian government, who want to be part of Russia again because they're fucking Russians. Right. Right. Who's really <laughs> the bad guy here? Like, yes. no, we won't yeah. let you fucking leave us motherfucker you know in the world yeah. one well the western world the fucking nato forces want to pretend like it's russia taking that stance when russia is from what it looks like just being like we welcome you back <laughs> <laughs> so if your government your illegitimate fucking fascist government there attacks you we're going to protect you from from the ukrainian military and it's well, like, and, and and don't forget, Belarus, the, the Belarus didn't like, you know, they they weren't like defending themselves when the Russians came in. They were welcoming the Russians and they're now working with the Russians. So, yeah, absolutely. That. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um. So, like, what else do we got other than Ukraine? I'm so sick of Ukraine. <laughs> Oh, did did you did you hear about the uh, the did you hear about the the bourgeoisie boat that that? Oh so yeah. 
So, like, as ahead, I understand it, as as I understand it, under international water maritime law, that boat and its contents are free grabs, guys. Yeah, there's a lot of diving parties that are about to be signed up. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> so this boat has like 4,000 cars on it, including like 1,100 yep. Porsches. 1,100 Porsches. And it caught fire and is currently sinking in the ocean, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so that's that's pretty wild. I couldn't believe that. I was like, you gotta be kidding me right now. <clears throat> I would I would pay, I'd pay good money to to <laughs> be able to go out and dive and pick up a couple Porsches. I'd be great. <laughs> you'd have to have a boat and a crane long enough and big enough to to do it but yikes <laughs> you know what though fuck it who cares like it, it, you know for a fact that that the people at porsche they didn't lose out on anything here i'm sure they're insured i'm sure that that the the actual vessel itself was also insured oh yeah so it's not like any of it actually matters. <laughs> but pretty funny regardless. I had to laugh about that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we covered the... Uh, uh, you talked about Kim Potter, right? Yeah, I mean, we can go back to it, though. I didn't talk about it long. I basically just said it's nowhere fucking near enough time. It really isn't. No, it's... it's... The the sentencing guidelines, you know, suggest a, a minimum of seven years. Generally, 10 to 15, from what I'm reading, is what's usually given. She got two years. Yeah. wild man it really is and here, here here's the thing though here's the thing that upsets me is that depending on what angle you look at it from i've i've got a lot of other people that are telling me oh it's it's kind of messed up that she got any time at all and it's like no it's really not and they're like they're like but she only got any time at all because she's a woman and i'm like actually they kind of got a point there because most of these cops get off on this shit, you know, literally and metaphorically, but most of them walk. So. Yeah, but I, I, what, I mean, again, as Sterling put it earlier about like the student loan forgiveness, it's just crumbs for the camera. That's all it is. It's a PR campaign. Yeah. It's not meaningful fucking punishment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. One sec. Um. I also want to take a moment to respond to Maya again because she posted um, some stuff from WION and was asking about their reliability. Um, and I, I've just done a quick search here and uh, there's some contention as far as their bias goes, but I'll just leave it at this little gem I just found that Steve Bannon loves them and has 
used their channel for grandstanding his extreme right wing rhetoric. So probably not. However, uh, the stuff that you just shared from Al Jazeera, I would probably put a little bit more weight in. At least they tend to have somewhat less bias there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, it's easy to have less bias when you don't have a dog in the fight. You know what I mean? Right. And, well, I mean, I'm not even sure where India would have a dog in the fight. That's where WION is from. It, it's the World is One news channel um, out of India. Oh, okay. They, they have kicked out a lot of, like, extremely anti-China rhetoric. Um, mm, yeah. Uh, and which would make sense if they're extremely right wing, which they would, they would have to be, to be platforming Steve Bannon. I mean, he's imagine being right wing in India. Right. Yikes. Well, and, and here's the thing about that too. Is though, that... We're talking about a caste system. So these are yeah. probably the extremely wealthy hands on top that want to keep that caste system in place. And not the communists like, on the bottom like, that are working on turning it upside down. Right. Right. Exactly. When when the majority of the there are, you know, and they are very, very when it comes to their protests against this caste system, against this fucking economic uh, disparity that's going on there. Um, yeah. It kind of makes sense that their biggest new news channel in the last, you know, decade to to have been formed is is extremely right wing it's it's being held by the hands of the wealthy and exactly yeah and the wealthy love that they have an underclass that they can you know make do all the stuff for them while they get all all the riches it's no different than here yeah <clears throat> it's the exploiter class exactly um, so it's yeah, I, I think that that told me what I needed to know about their bias, because um, it seems to be other uh, right wing establishments that were calling them the least biased ever. And it's like, yeah, no, not if they're fucking platforming Steve Bannon. They can't be. Um, but yeah. I will just tell just your link next and, you know, <laughs> see what's up in that one. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. I, I I don't I don't have a I don't have a chair or anything like that. So I'm just like squatting, and then my legs start to hurt. So I have to like squat differently. And grab a chair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not feel the burn time of like right. <laughs> Those calisthenics going on. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm scrolling the hell just here. Natalie, you're totally right. She said it makes sense, just like who owns our media. Right. Right. The fucking oligarchs do. <laughs> and uh, Wade said, hey, the choppy boy could be built on an angle. Damn it, Wade. <laughs> oh. 
he's imagining Nate doing that Russian squat dance. Uh, this other article that Maya put in there is just from last month. Um, and this one is starting off talking about um, Russia-led troops arriving in Kazakhstan amid renewed violence. Uh, that's the headline here. Um, it says fresh violence erupted in Kazakhstan's largest city on Thursday as Russia rushed into or rushed in paratroopers to put down a countrywide uprising in one of Moscow's closest former Soviet allies. Police in the main city, Almaty, said they had killed dozens of protesters. The authorities said at least 18 members of the security forces had died, including two found decapitated. More than 2,000 people were arrested. Um, burned out vehicles littered Almaty's streets. Several government buildings were in ruins and bullet casings were strewn over the grounds of the presidential residence, which was stormed and looted by protesters. Um, a, a 29-year-old nursery school teacher uh, was quoted as saying, I didn't know our people could be so terrifying. It's part of humanity, honey. But but sadly, um, his military personnel regained control of the main airport, seized earlier by protesters. I think we talked about this briefly when it happened, but this is going a little deeper, looks like, than, than what we were finding at the time. Uh, the Russian deployment was a gamble by the Kremlin that rapid military force could secure its interests in the oil and uranium producing Central Asian nation by swiftly putting down the worst violence in Kazakhstan's 30 years of independence. Uh, Reuters journalists reported hearing explosions and gunfire as military vehicles and dozens of soldiers advanced in Almaty, although the shooting stopped again after nightfall. Few local media said security forces had cleared demonstrators from the central square and other key government buildings, but there were also reports of gunfire elsewhere in the city. Uh, the internet was shut down across the country, making it impossible to gauge the extent of the unrest, but the violence was unprecedented in a state ruled firmly since Soviet times uh, by leader... I'm probably going to destroy this name. I'm sorry. Nursultan Nazarbayev. I'm trying. Um, Let's see. He stepped down three years ago as president, but still kind of holds on to the reins of power there. Um, His handpicked successor, uh, President Kim Jomart Kukayev, called in the Russian forces overnight as part of a Moscow-led military alliance of ex-Soviet states to combat what he called foreign-trained terrorist groups. And if, if anything, this shows me that like other former Soviet states are actually counting on Russia to help them, you know, handle shit if need be. Whereas... Like in comparison to the Ukrainian situation, they're acting as if the Russian government protecting ethnic Russians who live there is somehow a fucking problem. Where they're like, no, we, we want to genocide you if, if we feel like it, and fuck you, you don't get to do anything about it. Like, 
again, who's the bad guy there? Um, you know, um, Moscow said it would consult with Kazakhstan and allies on steps to support the Kazakh uh, counter-terrorist operation and repeated Zakayev's assertion that the uprising was foreign-inspired. Neither Kazakhstan nor Russia provided evidence to support the claim. And I don't know who it is, but one of you has some really loud TV shit in the background that's drowning everything up. Uh, there we go. I, I don't know what that was. Anywho. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, to me that, that at least puts a different light on, you know, even how, an, how another former Soviet state is, um, interacting with the Russian government and relying on their military to step in of like, Hey, there's Russian people here being fucking slaughtered, you know, and, they called him for help. So, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that, I mean, again, all of it has to be taken with a grain of salt because, you know, we're not there to be able to see in person and we're, we're dependent on, on, you know, other news sources to be able to find certain things out. Um, but, uh, I'm not sure how else this would tie into what we were discussing about Ukraine, but uh, uh, it says here that Nazarbayev was the last Soviet-era um, Communist Party boss, still ruling a former Soviet state. Um, so, well. What's the static? Huh? A whole bunch of, like, static just fucking came through and made me jump. I don't know. Oh, it was... Uh, can, can you hear me okay? Um, yeah. Yeah. It, there's still a lot of static coming through. Um, and I'm not sure what it is. Uh, check your mic real quick. See if your, see if your your mic's feeding back. Well, I mean, I I think it's mine, but oh, actually, yeah, there it goes. It's gone now. Yeah, I think it was. I think it. I think it's your your headset, Rob. Shit, that's. But good. I mean, the headset is the mic is separate. Oh, it right. is. Okay, gotcha. Hmm. I know when it when it first did it a couple minutes ago, it sounded like a staticky TV playing in the background. Um, yeah, that's what I thought it was, but I guess not. Hmm. Well, I mean, the TV was um, out there, but it's not now. Hmm. Okay, it's I'm much not, brighter I'm, now, but it, yeah. It's At least I can hear was, you. Yeah, because the the yeah. static was louder than anything a moment ago. Um, but uh, that's wild, I, though. 
uh, especially considering that I, I, I think you're right. It sounds to me like, like the whole reason that they don't want to be, you know, policed by Russia is that they, they do want to be able to bully whoever they want and genocide whoever they want that's around them. Right. It just, it, it really makes me wonder, you know, like what, what's their motivation there? Cause it's just a clusterfuck. And the sad part is the people who are going to be most affected by it are going to be your fucking working class, normal everyday people and not the assholes starting the shit. Right. Which is typical. Yeah. So, um, I got something that I did want to bring up. Um, I'm surprised that Wade hasn't brought it up in the comments, actually, because he was kind of the spearhead behind it. But we will be having, speaking of other platforms, which we were a minute ago, we we will be having a Discord up and running. Um, it technically is up and running. We just haven't really built it out yet. Right. Yeah. Um, we want to awesome, get content though, yeah. first before like bringing everybody on board. I'm pretty sure I joined it already, but I haven't actually, like, interacted with it. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Right, same. Um, but that'll be probably the best way to <laughs> interact with us. I mean, honestly, it's probably going to eventually replace our Facebook group chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that happening really quickly. Especially giving Zuckerberg's, you know affinity for fascism <laughs> right does anybody have any idea any ideas of like video platforming sites that are not facebook or youtube though Odyssey. there's problematic policies out of both for a while now right yeah and it's only a matter of time before that's turned against us I would definitely say to uh, look at Odyssey because Odyssey seems to Odyssey seems to have like the most content that like you normally won't be able to get on YouTube. Okay, never heard of that, um, but it's worth checking into. <laughs> yeah, it's got a. It's got a lot of tutorials and stuff. Um, there's a lot of, of uh, people that do live streams on it. So, uh, if you if it, it, especially when it comes to like the bread tube cats, like there's 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 a there's a lot of them that uh, have jumped over to Odyssey in order to host certain debates that you know have stuff that's considered taboo on YouTube or Facebook. So I would definitely it's, suggest to go there. Does that have the option for embedding like what we're currently using with YouTube to embed it onto our actual website? I would think that it would. Um, I'm almost positive that it that it would like 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 embed like like cross platform link links and stuff. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I think it does. Um, I know that I know that it, it even hosts files and stuff like that for uh, for download. So if you wanted to make 
you know, like an MP4 of, of your different episodes and stuff and have them uh, for download for, for all your stuff. You can, you can have it that way too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Natalie asked who owns Discord, and James said probably not made a book. Right. So, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Not Mark Zuckerberg. That's that's the point. Um, mm-hmm. We don't really know if it's going to be better or not until we try it. But I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about Discord. It seems mm-hmm. to have a lot of functionality. Um, a lot of people are already familiar with it. Well, it carries video now too, doesn't it? Does it? If I remember, I read that. something I about that, but I haven't really, you know, looked around in it. So yeah, I mean, I you know, like, that could be that could be cool too to just like host videos in there or whatever. Um, anyway, we're uh, coming up on the two-hour mark, so. Um, we should probably start wrapping it up. Ouch. Does anybody have any um, last-minute thoughts or things that we didn't talk about or or things to promote or things and things and things? <laughs> um, no. nineteen sixty-three said we are Legion. Indeed we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> that, that concept is kind of where our name came from. Because mm. we are many. And we're here. We're not fucking going anywhere. Nope. No rocks for us to hide to hide or crawl under. <laughs> You're kind of stuck with us. <laughs> we're probably all linked to Google and listening anyways. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Give them a minute. They'll exactly. find a way. If they haven't already, they'll be tapping the rocks. Um. Totally. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, if you want to check me out, uh, my name's Nathan Bosick. Um, also at uh, uh, Rain909 on uh, Twitter. And that's mm-hmm. about it. Very based Twitter feed there, y'all. You'll find some interesting shit. It's good and educating. Thank you. Speaking of which, Nate, you should, uh, if if you would like to, I should say, um, you can feel free to build out our Twitter, which we also stream to. I don't know how video on Twitter works. It never seems like we have any viewers. But, uh, yeah, it it, it needs... Yeah, it needs some TLC. Word. Right. Yeah. I've been, I, I've, I seem I, to be, be incompetent though. at Twitter. <laughs> Same. Like, I can read through the it's things. A, I, I still get confused even trying to reply, and I'm like, wait, which button was it? It's trying to do some other shit. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. The, the way that everything cascades and the way everything branches is, like, really strange. So... Yeah. I feel you on that bit for sure. <clears throat> yep. It's weird. But, but yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to do that. I I I can definitely ensure that we've got some content to go around to all of our all of our viewers. That'd be cool. 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, one. Okay, so Natalie said Metaverse is uh, flagging some of my posts with fact checkers in favor of what mainstream media says is true, and it's not the truth. Uh, there's been a pretty prevalent, like, example of that lately with, um, you know, the, the flag saying that inflation is not caused by corporate greed, even though. Right. I saw like, that. Yeah. Fucking look at it. They're like, no, no, it was the $1,200 check that did it. And it's like, what? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. I That just made me think of Dean's, like, you know, like, circular discussion about the... Well, when the, the, the Democrats are proposing a... Uh, uh, a two thousand dollar check, and then yeah. when they when they approve that eighteen hundred dollar check, it's going to go to the house, and then that sixteen hundred dollar check. <laughs> right, right. That's what happened. That's literally what happened, though. You know, and, yeah. And, and the the build back better thing was literally no different. It started off at what six six trillion. And ended up being like 1.5, and now they still can't even get it passed. It's like, dude, forget it. <laughs> and it nobody gives a shit about infrastructure. Nobody gives a shit about you know education or you know further ensuring that that the littlest and most disenfranchised of us have things like decent internet. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Your toilets, your sewage. Bucket that bridge over there that you have to cross every day to get to work. Who cares? It's amazing, man. <laughs> All right, hold on. We got it. We got it. We got it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let's Hold let's on. back up to where the shit started. Yeah, there we go. Because okay, first of all, I'd love to point out to you that uh, it is quite arguable as far as who's the real fucking bad guy in the Bible. Because Yahweh is a sociopathic cunt that you would have to run away from to a women's shelter. Okay, so I'm totally okay with that. I I, I don't care if somebody wants to try to compare people to their fucking imaginary shit of demons because we say we are many. Let's move forward where you try to <laughs> excuse inflation here. Okay. Shut the fuck up because you're corporate greed here. Um, yeah, that I'm not trying to do. That I'm not trying to do. But he's right. Inflation probably is closer to 15%. I'll even go so far as to say he's right. Inflation has been caused by the Fed printing money into the stock market. Yes, and yeah. that's it. Not to the, yeah. not, not these not piddly to the ass checks going to the people so that we can fucking survive is yeah. not the problem. The fucking trillions being pumped into the hands of the wealthiest motherfuckers in this country is the problem. And on your next fucking comment, this is where I'm going. Fuck you. This is a lie saying corporate greed is not a cause of inflation. That's a deluded thought. Motherfucker, check Bro. yourself. 
corporate greed absolutely is the cause of inflation. Inflation is just this bullshit fucking word that they put on it to fucking try to sugarcoat a goddamn turd and try to fucking say, see, it's just an ebb and flow of the fucking market. It's not. These <laughs> motherfuckers are re- reporting record fucking profit margin explosions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're trying and where do you to. you think they're getting that record like, profit must from? Be the people want a higher wage. It, no. No, that's not it at all. This is definitely fucking corporate greed, and it's only being called by a different fucking name. Come back to reality before you try to fucking jump in our shit, trolling the fuck out of our show. Because now, it took me a minute. I was thinking, where did I see this fucking name before? And it's the last time that you felt like coming here just to run your right-wing cocksucker. So, when we're done playing this cat and mouse game, I'm going to ban him. And that's how I know that he didn't troll us. He trolled the state and revolution stream that we did with Zach. Real quick, Scrub Lord. Dude, you're defending you corporatists. You are right wing. If you still have that fucking mentality of defending corporatist yeah. shit and trying to fucking excuse it and sugarcoat that big fat fucking turd that you're trying to float past our faces, then you are not done detoxing your fucking mind from just that right there it is a left right thing and the only place where you're going to find fucking ethics about this shit anymore is on the left and that starts with anti-capitalism so fuck that shit real quick i got i gotta say something to him hey scrub lord um you understand that the fed and the additional printings of monies are cause for inflation but what you're not understanding is that when you print six trillion dollars and none of it actually gets to go into the economy because it's all being held by corporate oh, cats in order to get all it did was cause a burp in the fucking stock market it burped and then it fucking it went right back to where it had been it made zero impact if those trillions of dollars had been given to the people who they actually belong to because let's would be honest be in the, the government doesn't have any fucking thing of its own the only fucking funds it actually has is our fucking tax dollars or that debt right there that they burden us with with future fucking tax dollars because they are levying those loans against what they expect us to produce in our fucking lifetime so that's not their money to fuck with and play with in the fucking stock market fuck the stock market as this golden fucking meme says that I just found last week and was like, that's so goddamn accurate. The stock market is nothing but a fucking graph of rich people's feelings. Fuck the stock market. That money. Well, that we don't know what fucking quantitative easing is, but he's demonstrating that he doesn't know what the velocity of money is. So, right. I mean, right. You're literally showing us where, how, and why you don't actually know what you're talking about because you'll pull out like, oh, here's one thing that's correct, like that difference in the fucking inflation rate, and then follow it with bullshit that is nothing but right-wing talking points. Which so, that, that, kind of, that kind of motive is, is typical of right-wing. We see it in their conspiracy theories all the right. time. Little bitty smidge of truth, and then... Back Just it up with a whole bunch of bullshit. Right. Yeah. And Good try, though, bro. Good try. A bunch yeah, of... So in your ideology. Yeah, right. 
Wallowing in your ideology all you want, it doesn't really matter. Reality. What? Oh my God, this guy's saying he's saying we should do stand up. That's the same line that he thought was a dig the last time. It's still lame. You can do better if you're going to try to insult us. At least fucking entertain us. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wait, I'm Clown not world, the man. troll. The troll's feeding me. This is hilarious. Like, I love it when we get trolls. Because I'm just like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, maybe we can have a chance at educating your ass and waking you the fuck up. Yeah, okay, so Zach, this is kind of what I was trying to get to, but I never got to get there. Uh, you couldn't accurately describe any of the ideologies we hold. That right there, because he's completely ignorant to him. He doesn't even understand the basis of our thought processes, let alone just the basics of how economics work and what bullshit they put into it that is pretty much just to make it sound... Like, see, this is just normal fucking shit, and we're going to call it this pretty fucking label that everybody accepts. They'll swallow it deep and fucking hard, because if we actually called it what it really is, like, inflation is nothing but corporate greed, then people would go, oh, fuck, that's not okay. You can't be honest with people and expect them to still suck the corporate cock when they're being told that this is corporate greed. It's corporate greed across the fucking board. There's no goddamn excuse for these motherfuckers who haven't even bothered to raise the wages for their employees to be trying to blame inflation on that when it's really their enormous profit margins that they're fucking reporting exponential fucking percentage rate growth on. And that right there, since you're probably unaware of this fucking scrub lord, Profit margins are unpaid wages. Yeah, you Chew think taxes are bad. Wait until you understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Right. He's referring to the labor theory of value if you want to, you know, try Googling that. But <laughs> yeah, wild stuff, man. That's wild. <clears throat> right. Trolls are always fine. Yeah, I think I think this runs away when he gets pushed back. Yeah, I think I'm. (laughs) Oh, that's not what I meant to do. I think I'm just gonna go ahead and fucking. That's okay. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, Hold on, hold on. What do we got? What do we got? What's he saying? We blame all of the evil rich, not just the Republican ones. Yeah, exactly. Did, uh, time out, time out. Did, really? Either. Really? But really? I'm, I'm calling wow. you a Republican because you're literally spewing Republican talking points. And it's yeah. fucking hilarious. I mean, hold on. I if you, if you say something, something to chew on, let's, like, you know, jump right to the fact that you're a liberal. Yeah. It doesn't matter how conservative you are, you're still a liberal. Right. Why? Because neoliberalism is all of that pro-capitalist shit. All of it. To truly be on the left starts with being anti-capitalist. No, I call you a republic cunt because cunt can't understand normal thinking. Chew on that too, buddy. A I don't care what you have in your fucking pants. If you can't understand normal thinking, you're a cunt. And you can't. 
clearly by the shit you've said. So thanks for the entertainment once again. It's great. It's golden. He, he does have some uh, decent points. I'm, I'm still going to hit blacklist because I'm done. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Bye, there we go. Enjoy, it's, bro. It's another point of like a tiny amount of truth backed up with a bunch of bullshit, though. Uh, like, we're fucking totally aware that they're doing the same thing in Europe as the USA. We call them out, too. Yeah. We call them out, too, yeah. okay? Capitalist shit is capitalist shit. We call it out, regardless of who the fucking capitalist... Uh, regardless of who they are, it, it doesn't fucking matter. If you're a capitalist yeah. fucking... We're gonna call you out. Elon Musk, yeah. Bill Gates, all of them, they all... They all get the same treatment. <laughs> doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter if they're if they're right or left because both the right and left are essentially center in the United States. We don't have an actual left wing. It doesn't exist. Right. Um, I want to address what Right. I want to do. Uh... Did we just lose Nate? I want to do, uh, I clicked the wrong comment. Natalie, uh, damn it. I don't, I don't know if he's really interested in learning and listening though, because he's just fucking coming at us. Exactly. What the fuck you're talking about because of this thing I haven't looked up. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't try to educate us from your point of ignorance. It's, it's not going to work. We're going to keep laughing at you, you know? Um, that's, it, it's fucking just so, um, it, it sheds light on where this frame of mind even fucking comes from when it's like, oh, this person swallowed every fucking line of bullshit they've been fed. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. That fucking backs up my confirmation bias and I'm going to fucking roll with it. I'm not even going to look to see if it's valid. Rather than actually pointing out, you know, the individuals and the corporations that are responsible for all this shit, he would rather sit there and be like, oh, no, it's the deep state and the Illuminati and the Bible told me so. God damn it. So, right. yeah. Right. For, well, when he it. opened with Bible, I, I just, I don't know if you guys saw me just sitting here fucking smirking, just waiting for you to wrap up what you were talking about, like. Like, okay, this is going to be fun. <laughs> like, I don't give a flying fuck what the Bible condemns when it condones rape, slavery, racism, rape, and murder, yep. um, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. So that's just opening your fucking can of worms. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker, let's dive into it. Just thought, hey, yeah, guess anyway. what? Jesus was a communist. He was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> and James, um, I don't know if I'd go so far as like beating him up, like knocking his fucking teeth out or something, but at least <laughs> slap. Like, listen up. <laughs> but I, I think he, he might have felt that. That's what he, he ran. Just, just to, just to slap to make sure the lights are on. Just ding, ding, ding. Right. You know. Right. Like, excuse me. Wake up. Wake up, motherfucker. That was that 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 was a pretty awesome piece. Thank you, guys. Right. 
That was hilarious. I will let you all go. I love you all. Wrap up the show. Love you, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) See you all next time. (laughs) Smokey, smokey. Indeed, I'm just bringing up the thing. You know, the thing. The thing, the music. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes I do that. I got a fucking mouth on me. There is no filter for when it comes to shit like that, especially. And yeah, um, people who try to justify capitalist bullshit fucking lines of why they need to bend us over and fuck us that much harder up the ass without any lube, the kid gloves come off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pause it. Keep an eye on our uh, social media platforms for, um, well, A, hopefully for the growth of our Twitter. We'll uh, have more on that soon. And um, Discord. There we go. That was the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I definitely want to thank you all for... um, Joining us tonight. Fuck yes. Y'all are diehards. I love seeing you guys in here every fucking week. It's beautiful. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Did you find the thing? I did.